So how do you attract new business so you constantly don't have to chase it? Hi, I'm Mike Cuevas, the Real Estate Marketing Dude, and this podcast is all about building a strong personal brand people have come to know, like, trust, and most importantly, refer. But remember, it is not their job to remember what you do for a living, it's your job to remind them. Let's get started. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. What is up? And welcome to another show, you guys. Uh, we got a uh, good show today, and we're going to talk, guess what, about more marketing shit. So um, if you're ready, um, we're going to talk about a topic that is even more important, I think, than ever. And this is about um, consistency, especially on Social media, um, the problem I think a lot of people have, and if you know what I'm talking about, guys, because you had a client, past friend, maybe he's in a fraternity brother, sorority sister, somebody you know in the past just bought or sold a house without you because they forgot you were in fucking real estate and you get pissed. You feel like you have this knife digging through your stomach right now, right? I get it. You're like, holy fuck, this hurts. But it's not, don't get mad at them. I, I used to get pissed at people. Like I would defriend them when they cheated on me with other real estate agents. Okay. And it's happened. It happened to me even. And I'm fucking really good at marketing, but you never will bat a thousand percent. Nobody is perfect. God doesn't make anyone perfect ever. So you have to realize what you can do is mitigate it. What you can do is help improve it. And what you do that with, if you want to stop being forgotten about, is you have to start being consistent in everything in life. Folks, if I wanted to get a six-pack, I'm not going to get a six-pack by taking every day off. I'm going to get a six-pack by working out every single day at the same time and then dieting on top of it. And the end result will be abs that I could wash my clothes off of, okay? If you want to have a business where you attract with, with clientele coming to you, and not necessarily you chasing a bunch of tire kicker leads, you have to put in the work to build your brand. And that doesn't happen without consistency. So who we have on the show today is a gentleman, um, has a great story, but this is what this guy does. Like he's living it. Um, and what he does now is he's all about consistency on social. And this is exactly what we're going to talk about today. And I want you guys to know why this is going to be so important for your business, because consistency and everything is how you exceed. Uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce our guest, Mr. Kyle Draper. What's up, dude? Go ahead and Mike, introduce yourself. What is up, man? I am that 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 was already incredible. I don't even know how we're gonna top what you already did, but <laughs> I'm I'm so pumped to be on the show with you. Yeah, dude, we appreciate uh, having you. And me and Kyle met in a clubhouse room. Yeah, yep. the other day, and I'm like, this guy's fucking cool. I gotta have him on the show. So I reached out, and now here he is. But that's what happens when you start creating content, guys. Other yep. opportunities come out. Maybe me and Kyle do business one day. We'll figure out where that goes after this show. Maybe so. But that's why we do great content. Kyle, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell everyone a little bit about your background, who you are, and then I want to get right into my questions with you. Yeah, dude. So you're the real estate marketing dude. I guess I am the organic social media dude. <laughs> nice. And, right? So that's everything that that I teach and train around is is all from the organic side of things right I am not an expert of paid ads I'm not an expert of, of SEO and keyword optimization I'm an expert of people and and so what what I have really crafted for myself and for others Mike is dude I watch so many realtors bypass the influence they have with their sphere to go start buying leads and chasing strangers. And so my specialty is 
leveraging the personal pages to create omnipresence with their people so that they don't have the opportunities pass them by like you mentioned, which is they go to Christmas and they, they hear their cousin talking about the new house they bought. And they're just hearing about it for the first time. So everything I do is about helping people avoid those, those awful moments. And it's a major problem. Uh, it's a noisy, noisy world out there. And the biggest yeah. misconception I think people have is, oh, I posted. They know what I do. No, they don't. And plus, they didn't see it. There's a thing called an algorithm that yeah. um, you have to know how it works in order to be consistent. But yeah. let's start off with how you, we talked about this a little bit before, because um you're doing this and you sort of accidentally stumbled across this. You used to totally. have a roofing company and all that. So let's go ahead and put this into context, how you sort of came up about this and what happened with it, because this isn't a real estate thing. This isn't no. any business thing. This is an 100%. entrepreneurial thing. This is a personal brand thing. And yeah. I don't care if you're a real estate agent or you're a lender, you're an investor. It doesn't matter. What we're going to talk about today applies to every single business. So let's go yeah. ahead and talk about how you transformed from your previous roofing company down yeah. into real estate. And it's really the same process, right? So let's walk through that. Yeah, dude. Well, so it, it starts with, if, if people don't understand this, most people view social media as an extension of their sales opportunities instead of an extension of their relationships. And so what I've done over the course of my life, which is how we get into my story, is I know people. You know, I spent almost 10 years of my life as a youth pastor chasing fifth through 12th graders around a church building for, for 10 years. And, and, and so I did that for a really long time. And then I felt like, man, I, I want to go test out the business world and just see what the business world is like. And so me, my dad, and my brother started a roofing company, which made, made no sense for me, but, but that's what we did. And not only that, Mike, but I moved to a state that I knew no one. So I jumped into entrepreneurship with no experience in a state where I knew no one. And okay. I realized, holy crap, I got to figure this out. I didn't want to be a door knocker. I just, I refused. Well, that plus was you went not... into a really hard business. Like the roofing yeah, company man. is like a 21 year shelf life in Texas, 25 year shelf life in Texas or something. So how do you, yep. like, that's a hard business to go into. It's not like everyone needs a new roof today. 100%. And, and so early on, I thought, okay, realtors know all the roofs, right? They have access to all the people. And so I started cutting my teeth with social media learning how to do video. I mean, I was doing videos on the roofs of houses as a 6'3", 300 pound guy. I'm sure if you drove by, you would have just laughed. I'm sure there's pictures of me like in memes being made fun of somewhere in the universe. But they, they probably thought someone was breaking into their damn house. Like, hey, dude, there's a 300 pound guy on my roof right now. What the hell is going on? Like Santa was up there or something. <laughs> he should have just put a big white beard on. That'd be fucked up. <laughs> and, and so I just... I started leveraging social media. I started doing video. I started being more consistent with just being present. Everyone I met, I was adding them on Facebook. Back in the day, this was really a Facebook play for me at the time. Yep. And uh, I even became known as the guy, Mike, that when I walked into a room, people would go, why do I know you? Like, why do I know that you have a son named Harrison, but we've never met before? And I go, oh, because I friended you on Facebook a month ago. And so I was already dripping on people before they ever even had the opportunity to meet me. And so we did this. We grew this roofing company uh, into, a, into a, a, a great roofing company that, that my dad and my brother still run today. But I got out of it because, again, 6'3", 300 pounds, didn't want to climb all roofs for the rest of my life. And so I started 
uh, a company then with a buddy of mine who he's a web developer and he had built about two to three custom real estate websites for just random realtors around Oklahoma. And he hated the way they looked and he felt like they were very limited in what they could be because of, of, you know, the different platforms that were available. And so we built a custom platform for real estate websites that made IDX look really cool and just all, all the bells and whistles. And so he was the really smart one. And I was the, the guy that was on the front, front lines, talking to people, attracting people, doing sales. So I started cold calling realtors, as I'm sure you've done in your past with, you know, I think anyone in sales, if they haven't had to do cold calling at some point should have to, yeah, to at least prove to you how much you should want something else to work so that you don't have to do that. And bro, I, I just woke up one day and was like, this sucks like this, this is terrible. And, and so I, you know, and again, this, this is how I did it, but I, I, I just stopped and prayed and I was like, God, what am I awesome at? And what do realtors suck at? And that's how, like I said, sucks to God in my prayer. That's how we roll. And what I see what I say with, to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? He, he loves it no matter what. That's what I, I think. Yep. And, and so I decided that I was a great communicator because I spoke on in front of thousands of people for years of my life and realtors were terrible at social media. And so I literally, I called some of the biggest offices in Oklahoma city at the time. I, I said, Hey, if I taught a Facebook class, would you let me come teach it? They all said yes, but I didn't know anything about Facebook. So I started learning, listening to podcasts, reading blogs, reading books, right? Anything I could and I started teaching social media classes for free all around Oklahoma to earn the right to pitch them a website. Man, that was six years ago. And now I don't, I don't do that anymore. For the last three years, all I do now is coach, teach, train, educate, equip realtors, lenders on, on how to leverage who they are in front of who they know to grow their business in an incredible way. Yep. And, and man, that's, that's the, that's the short version of the story. Um, the business has always been right in front of us, but somehow in some way, someone down the road, I like to blame the gurus, um, came in here and just started selling leads and sales stuff. And then we yeah. went down this like weird path of like, and it, it doesn't make any sense. Like when you actually look at the real estate business and you back into it and you look at it from a 5,000 foot view and you look at where business actually comes from folks, like almost 90% of it's going to come from, um, the people you already know. And what Kyle's saying here is like, that's as the extension of database. Like I look at Facebook as my farm. I never understood why people would start farming random strangers and not farming their relationships. Right. right. And it makes no sense, but it's really the same concept of a farm. Like you guys go out and you buy a direct mail list of a bunch of strangers and you start showing up at their door for a month. There's a reason it takes two to three years for that to actually um, see results uh, that are significant. It's because you're consistently showing up on the door every month that people eventually start to say, this must be the right guy for my neighborhood. Right. It's the same thing on social, but social yeah. is just more, it's a different form of communication. Direct mail is awesome. I love direct mail still. I love it for farming in my database, but I hate it for farming strangers. But yeah. you're right. It's just look at Facebook as your farm. Every single person you guys are connected with is a um, it's not like they don't live somewhere. So that's like we had a show yesterday and um, like every single person is a future client. It's not a matter of if they're going to move. It's a matter of when and statistically where you're at, the average is four to seven years. So 
that's why you want to have a large Facebook list. Like right. how many friends you have on, on uh, like give me an average agent count on social right now. Like how many fr Facebook friends does an average agent have? Oh, does the average agent have? Oh, I would say well under a thousand. So uh, if you have a thousand, um, great. 10 to 15% of that thousand's moving and 100% of them have referral for you. That's the way to right. look at it, you guys. And attention is everything. But if you don't have attention, you don't have a business. But Mike, here, here's the problem that I see. And I'm sure you see it as well. All of most realtors, their content on social media is all driven at who can buy or sell today. Mm -hmm. So it feels super spammy, super salesy. And, and it's like, it's a, it's a foreign concept to go, if I'll just love my people, if I'll educate my people and be the expert to them before they even are ready to buy or sell, they could send me 10 people. Yep. But because I'm so aggressive in nature, most realtors have become white noise to their people and that's why they're going to leads. Yep. And so, and, and, and I think it's because they're, they're just trained poorly. Yep. Most real estate companies train them on how to sell and then they go, and, and then those same people go, so you see Facebook, go do what we just taught you on Facebook. Go do what we just taught you on Instagram. And it doesn't work that way. Nope. Right? It's, it's not called selling media, it's social media. And so we got to learn how to be social. All right. It's not Craigslist, guys. Um, you have to, so let's get into that. Um, because people say, what do I post? Wait, don't they have, I have to tell them I'm a real estate agent. Dude, the only one who's posting on your just listed and just sold postcards, you guys, is the broker trying to recruit you, the mortgage rep that's trying to earn your business, or the title rep that wants you to close at their at their company, the next one. Yeah. None of your database is engaging on that. And if you have content that they're not engaging with, that just tells you, well, you're probably creating maybe the wrong kind of content, or um, it's not people, and no, they don't remember you're in real estate. Um, trust me, they don't remember. They don't think about you all day. Get your help, get your own fucking ego out of the way. No one thinks about you 24 seven. Right. No. Oh, all my friends already know what I do. I hear that all the time. Oh no, no. They already know what I do for a living. Really? Then why did Billy just buy a million dollar house without you? Right. <laughs> you know? Right. So and when you, I, well, so I like to say, I think people do remember what we do. They forget we exist. Correct. Right. Well so I don't need to, to go, Hey guys, today, hey, it's, what is it? Oh, it's Wednesday. Just a reminder real quick. I'm a social media expert. And then I, I start saying other things. Right. I, I need, if, if I'm just present as a dad, if I'm present as, as a husband, if I'm telling a story about what the Dallas Cowboys did, that could be what brings me my next piece of business. Yep. Because I just need to show up when the need arises for my people. And the hard part is, right, because, Mike, every industry is different and every real estate community is different. But if we just say that if, if someone sold me a house today, by average, right, five to seven years from now, I'm going to be ready to sell it. Well, most realtors' plan is to stick me on a drip campaign for the next seven <laughs> years, show me new houses when I just bought one, right, and then they're pissed when I don't use them seven years from now. Right. They've already unsubscribed. And, and dude, this is the problem because I'm going to mess this data up, but you can go to NAR and, you know, anybody listening can go look up the actual numbers. But NAR has data that says over 80% of realtors, or I'm sorry, over 80% of consumers say they would use the same realtor again. Yep. But under 20% of them actually do. Yep. It's 30, it's 88 and 89. So 88% of buyers, 89% of sellers. So shame on realtors 
for doing a great job in the transaction, but not doing a great job and just showing up, being present, being human, being friendly, and trusting that process to win new opportunity from that exact same person over time, year after year. Here's the number one thing I get um, with a lot of uh, agents too, is they'll be like, oh, that person just bought a house. They're not buying. So I'm not going to market them. Folks, you're not marketing your database for their direct damn business. Their direct business is the byproduct of marketing the database. You're marketing the damn database because you live and work in a referral-based business to the tune of 76%. 76% of people use the first agent they meet with. Wow. Come on. How do you, that's who they close with. 76% of people close with the first agent they meet with. So my only goal is ever, I want to be the first person they call when they're thinking about real estate, but you cannot just constantly just talk to them about work. Because if you do that, it's the same reason what will happen if you talk about work with your best friends, they stop calling you and asking to go out for dinner because you're fucking boring. Right. (laughs) And I think it's less about being boring and more about being annoying. 100%. Right. Yeah, better put. Think about, I was in a clubhouse yesterday and, and I, I, I painted this picture of imagine if we took a typical realtor's timeline on social media and then played that out over coffee with a friend, right? So you and I are having coffee. Would I ever go, Oh my gosh, Mike, have I shown you the pictures of my new listing? Look at all these beautiful pictures. Oh, wait, hold on. I just had a closing last week. Did you see the picture from my closing? Let me show you this closing. No one would ever want to be our friend if that's how we treated literal in-person relationships. So we shouldn't be that way on social media. Yeah, that's exactly, that's well put. That's exactly what we're doing. Um, and that's, that's such a good way to look at it. Like put yourself in the shoes of them, not yourself. We know what you want to say, but when you remind them of your existence versus tell them through story and through content, um, it's a big difference because you don't have to tell them. They'll put two and two together. Branding's a big thing. Like, yeah. this is exactly why you have to put your, like, Kyle, right now, if you guys are watching us on video, he's branding his hat right there. He's doing that for a reason. I could look at his hat and be like, Kyle Draper, he's in real estate. He's got a little window there. I see the roof. Great. Like, I get that. Yeah. Like, so, like, people will always say, oh, I have to talk about real estate. No, you don't. Just put your damn yard sign behind you and you're good. Right. right? right. They'll, they'll, right. They'll, they'll put two and two together. Like, put on a shirt that says, I love real estate and be talking about the right. Chicago White Sox. Who gives a shit? Well, I, I love, so I, I don't, I don't know. I don't think I invented this phrase. I just took a phrase I found and made it for the way, the way I wanted it. But so I use a phrase called passive branding. And the way I coach passive branding is tell a story about something that originated from something real estate related so that you can mention it in the very beginning, but that's not really what the video is about. So for example, if, if I were an agent and I just showed a property to a couple and they asked a, a question that I go, man, that's a great question. I haven't really thought about that in a while. Get in my, I would get in my car while I'm still in the driveway of that house. I would jump on Facebook Live and go, guys, I got to just jump on real quick because I just finished showing a property and the wife asked me a fascinating question that I want to ask you guys. So I just made this video about the question, but I just reminded you I was inside of a property showing a house, but you don't feel sold to because it was very passive and casual, right? Same thing with my hat. Uh, This morning, I got an email from a realtor that I did a one-on-one coaching conversation with last month. And she emailed me and said, I just got to tell you, I've already picked up four listings since I started doing video three weeks ago. 
And so I jumped on live video this morning, gave people four ways to win more listings. And I told that story in the beginning. I didn't pitch my coaching, Mike. I didn't have to. The story did that. Correct. And that's what people don't understand, in my opinion. Yeah, you have to be a storyteller. Um, if not, you're just a teller. No one likes that. No, no doubt, man. 100%. Um, let's get into the content. What type of content? Um, because then let's give them some, um, like, what do I post? How often should I be posting? What platform should I be posting on? Um, so yeah. like, give me a, let's go through some cadence and like schedule. Okay. Like how much are we posting uh, weekly? And, and here's what I, the one thing is, it gets very overwhelming. I don't know if you see this too with your clients, but it gets overwhelming. We say, let's run an annual social media campaign. It's like, well, that sounds like a lot of fucking work. Yeah. I like to say, let's do a yeah. month, let's do a monthly campaign and just times yeah. that by 12, because it's a lot easier to get your head around that. And if you really want to break it down, guys, it goes week by week because you got to look at yourself like a, you, your media company, like you are the brand. So you have to constantly right. publish because if you're not marketing them, someone else is. So it's no a noisy doubt. world out there. You have to be there. Um, but let's go through that. What do you, what is the right cadence for social and so, all of that? And let's walk through it. So I'm actually right now, I've, I've never been great at being like a, at, at giving a content calendar to people because that doesn't work for me. Sure. The, the more detail I planned, the less of myself, I feel like it comes across as. And so I'm actually right this second, forcing myself to really come up with a calendar for, for realtors. Um, because I've avoided it because I don't like it, but it's not about me and I'm slow to the, to the party on that one. But what I would say first is you, you first need to Mike understand, like, who are you even hoping to attract? How old are they? Are they married? Are they single? Are, are there, are there kids in high school? Are there kids babies? Right? Because all of those things, one, the age of our, of our ideal client is going to dictate the platform we should focus on the most. And so I hate when, when the so-called experts, you know, say like, oh, you have to be on Instagram first, or you've got to be on Facebook first, or, oh my gosh, you're not podcasting, or you're not YouTubing, or you're not, go where you know your people are, and then expand from there. I think we should all start from Facebook or Instagram. One of those two. And, and then I'm a big fan of being present daily, but it doesn't always have to mean a post. I think, you know, whether you post today or not, you better jump in there and you better comment on some people's posts. You better like some people's posts, like show up in their notifications in some form or fashion. But I personally like to post every day because you said it earlier about the whole six pack thing. If you don't do it daily, you'll never get there. And creating content is such a struggle for most people. If they're doing it twice a week, they're never going to find that cadence because twice a week doesn't help you shake off the rust and the fear and the anxiety like doing it five to seven times a week does. Yep. And after a while, it become, I'm sure for you, it's like habit now. Oh, it's just, it's what I do. Like, I'm not even like, I'm sick today. Like my yeah. sinuses are driving me crazy. I don't want to be like, I, I didn't want to be on camera today, but I can't break my process because yeah. otherwise I'll look up and go, holy crap, has it been a month since I've done a video? Yeah. And I'm missing out on so much opportunity when I stop showing up. So let's get into um, um, storytelling. Um, and uh, let's, you know, I have a new listing. I have a yeah. new or a new closing. 
So instead of doing just listed, just sold, what do we do? So I, I have no problem with just listed and just solds as long as that's not the only content they're doing. And if they begin to learn how to tell a story inside of that and not just go, just listed and, you know, three bed, two bath, four, 449, right? Let, let's be a little bit more creative. And so what, what I teach people through is using the word context. This is what people don't understand. And, and if I can, I'll, I'll give a little 90 second story to, to help illustrate this. For a realtor, when, you, when you're driving to a closing this morning, you're feeling an entire gambit of emotion, right? You're feeling good emotion, bad emotion. This could be the worst client you've ever had. This could be your best friend from college that you're so elated for. But no matter what, you're feeling and reliving every stage of the process on your way to closing that morning. So you get there, you sit across from, the, the, from them at the table, they're beaming from ear to ear, they're super excited, they might even be crying. You're, you're just so pumped that you get to be a part of it. But you almost forget, but you remember and you're like, oh guys, oh my gosh, we gotta take a picture. So you take a quick picture and then without thinking, all you put on social is, thank you, Mr. and Mrs. Smith for letting me be a part of buying your house. Dude, you might even hit post with tears in your eyes. But for me, as the viewer, I have no context as to why I should care about that. Because you didn't verbalize all of the emotion that you were feeling while you post it. Yep. And dude, this is where we fail. So it's not about don't post, you're just listed. Tell the story of the property. Why is this house super cool? And why should people care about it more than every other house in, in, in that city? Yeah. There's a, one of my friends um, where I left. It's probably like three, no, maybe it was like six months to a year before I left Chicago. Um, he has one of the world's best uh, Metallica collections in oh, his wow. basement. And like, he's a like super fan. Like he knows Lars, he goes to the concert. He's always backstage and shit with them. Wow. And um, he has the world's best man cave. That means, right. So there's over $250,000 of Metallica oh memorabilia in his, in his basement. So when we listed his house, it was more like, do you guys want to see the world's best man cave? Yeah. Boom. And then that, that did it. Right. Yep. And it's, it and wasn't it could like be that simple. It could be a hundred percent. Like you could just yep. focus on the coolest selling feature, but other times I like to say, Hey, Mr. and Mrs. Jones just had a baby. And unfortunately that little nine by eight bedroom isn't working too hard, but the problem they're facing right now is they have to sell and buy a house at the same time in this market. Unfortunately, it wasn't the easiest transaction, but it will still get done. Here's how. Right. Yeah, dude. Or, or, or you, you just closed on a house because somebody's moving out of state. And so the story goes, they called me three weeks ago with zero expectation of getting this Boom. sold before they had to move. Yep. I'm so glad we got the job done. Yep. And I don't have to end it with, so if you need help moving or, or buy, right, just end it with the mic drop, it. right? Yeah. We did it under a month. Boom. They're moving across country with no fear and anxiety because they don't have a, a house sitting on the market. It's gone. Yep. And we helped them do it. I saw a really good one the other day and they're like, this couple just bought this house. They've never stepped foot in yet inside and we're going to see what they think about it. And they caught the video live and they, unfortunately they like it. That was, that was like, I'm yeah. like, it was like, love it or list it. Right. So like, Hey, you're going to do it. You're going to like it. You're going to hate it. 
Um, but yeah, you guys, it's storytelling, man. Like there's a whole channel dedicated to our space. Like copy them. It's all you've I've ever done. They 100%. tell you what to create. They have the attention. Like HGTV is just like, yeah, they're doing it. To, they tell us what to create. And then yet we're like, what do I do? It's like well, and, they have an audience. So they're already telling you what to do. Right. And there's, copy. dude, there's so, I just read a book called <laughs> Steal Like an Artist. And, and the whole premise of the book is, there's nothing left out there to truly be original. So stop trying to go, well, I'm not going to do it unless it's totally original. Watch what other people do and then make it your own. Yep. And, and it's really not, I mean, YouTube now, I don't know why every realtor isn't scouring YouTube daily to just see what other realtors talk about. But instead they come to me, Mike, and go, I don't know what to talk about. How in the world can we not know what to talk about in 2021 between Google and and Inman.com and what NAR puts out and YouTube? I mean, there's just, there's so much stuff. Mm -hmm. there, there's never a reason to not know what to talk about. It's just an excuse because we don't want to do it. And so that's our scapegoat. Yep. 100%, man. Um, in terms of uh, platforms, what do you see coming on? Um, and that is a question for you. I, I feel like Facebook lately has, God, it's almost like ever since this freaking election, like people are turned off on Facebook. I see engagement a little bit. Are you seeing the same thing? Like, yeah, like, like just like down, like I, I could tell you guys on my ads, like Facebook isn't performing like it used to hundred yeah. percent. Um, and I feel like the Facebook world is losing attention. Um, yeah. I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon, but, um, like I, to give you an example, like I remember, God, like two, three years ago, you'd make a video on Facebook and you're getting 150 different comments, thousand views all day. Oh, all day. But now yeah. today it's like, dude, you might get 180 views, 200 views and that attention's gone. So what's going on there? Man, I shoot, I, I'm not the expert of any of that stuff. I, I think, yes, I've noticed it being very fickle. Yep. But here's the deal, bro. Keep going, right? Like, because what, what people don't understand is whether it's a thousand views or 50 views, your next deal just takes one. That's right. Right? Your next deal, you don't need a thousand views. You, you could get three views. And one of those three could be an investor that wants to buy 10 properties in your city next year. That's right. And, and so, you know, with all that being said, I, I think it's it's smart of people to begin to dabble elsewhere. Like I'm, I'm trying to be better at TikTok right now. <laughs> you and I hate it. Yeah. But you know what I'm doing is... Well, you don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to tell you what I'm doing is I like using it for repurposing. So I'll make a TikTok and then I'll upload it to Facebook and I might get a thousand views on, on my Facebook page, but I only got 11 views on TikTok. And so it's repurposing. It's, it's playing in and playing around with reels because we know that's what Instagram is pushing super hard right now. Right. And, and so I just want people to be open to what are you not doing because you're afraid of it? Yep. Well, Start doing that. Why don't you talk to the point like, uh, and not every piece of content you guys are is going to like hit it off the roof. And sometimes that's the very catalyst that stops people from actually being consistent in the first place. And you just have to right. take the, um, I don't know if the word, right word is, but you got to take, you got to roll the punches, I guess. Um, not every yeah. video you do is going to be good. Like I put like three weeks into like these videos where we do production and I'm like, dude, we got 300 views. What the fuck? I didn't quit. <laughs> Right. You know, because it doesn't right. matter at the end of the day. I remember one when I started like YouTube is like 20 fucking 11, 2012, 2013, something like that. I remember I did this video with just a talking head in front of a white background and it was how to buy and sell a house at the same time. 
And that video today probably still has maybe 150 views, but I got two clients from that video. Yeah. You know yep. what I mean? So it's like, yep. don't, um, a lot of this stuff, don't let the views and the engagement, and I get it. It feels good when it happens because like, they see me and we're all attention whores, dude. Like we all want to attention. That's yeah. just how the real estate industry is, right? Well, we I think that's just attention. for people. It, just in general, it makes us feel, feel good about ourselves. It validates us. Don't get down. If you, if it doesn't work, like don't get down on yourself. Like you just have to, like, like Kyle said, you have to get consistent. This show that we're on right here. Like if I would have took that mindset, the show has been going for five years. That's why we got a million views because of, wow. uh, or downloads because of the consistency of publishing every Saturday, every Saturday, every Saturday. And, and Mike, my, so my podcast that I just started, I just hit 850 downloads and I have to fight going, God, is this fast enough? Is this going to, is this going to get there? Yep. And, and so hearing you say that it just reinforces, just keep totally. going, right? It's, you have to, it just, this doesn't happen overnight. Like you're talking right. about branding versus advertising. Ultimately guys is what we're talking right. about. Um, advertising is in the real estate world is prospect. And that's like the sleazy cold calling and the door knocking and right. the stuff that 99% of us hate doing. Right. 100%. But then, and Trust me, like you, everyone should be lead generating, right? You're running a business. Like we, Kyle lead right. generates for realtors every day. So do I, I'm looking yep. for you guys. You guys want to buy and sell real estate. Give me some work. Give me some videos. I'll help you script edit and distribute all of your content. And I'll make it really cheap. Boom. Very inexpensive on you. Less than hiring a videographer and I'll kick ass and you'll just make a lot of referrals. But I'm um, sorry, soft little plug. Um, <laughs> but it doesn't like, you just have to go and you just have to realize like yeah. I have yet to meet um, and this is not, any pat on our back. I'm not trying to stroke our own ego, but I have literally one client yet to meet that doesn't experience results. And it's not because we're doing anything crazy. It's because everyone has a built-in network. All we're doing is activating it with content. Yeah. yeah. You already have a network. Like we all have a built-in business today that we could go out and sell more houses, but it's on your job to put it in terms, door knock your database on digital and be present and be omnipresent with it because that attention is what generates attraction. Yeah. And man, there, there's a, are you familiar? Do you know who Michael Mayer is? Yeah. Had him on the show. So Michael Mayer, he wrote seven levels of communication, yep. the most referred realtor on the planet. And he explains in his book that if you will just take 150 people and realize that they know 150 people, and then when you times 150 by 150, you get 12, you know, 22,500. And then if we just say low ball that 10% of all those people are going to buy or sell this year, that's over 4,000 transactions. Correct. When you look at the buy and the sell sides. Yep. And so that's all you need. Like you have the opportunity to, to be in front of those people every single day. And yet, whether because of fear or anxiety, or not knowing, you know, how to touch the right button, or or whatever it is, we abandon that and just go beg people to find leads for us. It's because it it's not anyway. fast enough, is why no one right. wants to. No one wants to take the time to build the brand to attract the business. But if you guys were starting any other business, it'd be the same damn thing. Right. Like if you open up a bakery tomorrow, me and Kyle are like, hey, Kyle, I'm moving down to Dallas. We're going to go open up a bakery. Let's you want to go, go. Have Let's go. Me and Kyle, what would we have to do first? We'd have to like let everyone know that we we're there. We probably wouldn't start making sales or making money for six months to a year, even profitability probably. Like we'd have right. to spend that time building the brand. It's not that the business doesn't work. 
It's not the business isn't right. good. It's not profitable. It's just that it's, it's young. But and- Mike, we would be live in your kitchen and my kitchen, baking bread. We'd be live at oh. Costco buying, buying supplies. We'd be live as we look at buildings to put in the physical location. We like, we would constantly be telling people the story of what we're doing to prepare them for the day that we're open for business. Yep. So when we open, we would have more people than most people would because we primed and prepped them for that by the storytelling we would have done leading up to it, right? I mean, I already told the story of the realtor that got four new listings in the last month because she started doing live video. So the beauty of video is it's a long-term play, but sometimes it gives us short-term benefits. Yep. That's hundred percent. People always ask us too, is like, what's the ROI? What's the ROI with, with video? Well, it's, it's, it's hard to say it. My, I always say, well, how many people are you, are you friends with <laughs> Facebook? Because right. I can tell you statistically how many people of them are actually moving. And for an agent that's already has a brand and is already known as an agent, that's going to happen a lot faster than someone who's brand new. Um, because you still have to train that network to earn that trust. And it'll be a three to six, eh, two to six month, two to four month, maybe for brand new agents, as opposed to instantly, potentially for an existing one that already has an audience, they just haven't turned on yet. Well, and here's what I would say that when somebody asks that, is it worth you being out of business in two years? Right? Like forget just what is this going to do for me now? Do you like, why, why do so many realtors want to be the next blockbuster? Right. Want to be the next Toys R Us that, that thought they were so great at doing it the old school way that they didn't need to evolve. They didn't need to change. They didn't need to have new offerings and they look up and they're not good anymore. They're bankrupt. Yep. And dude, we're going to watch thousands and thousands of realtors over the next five years go belly up and it won't be because they're not awesome. It will be because nobody remembers them anymore. What it's going to be is that the millennial agents right now are coming on up in social and in content, and they're slowly, slowly, slowly generating a lot of that buzz. And they'll be taking it from you vets. Um, like what we're talking about is, is real. Yep. Not only is commission compression real with all the iBuyers and all the other people trying to cut your commissions, but the younger blood is coming for your business too. Don't forget that, guys, um, because it still is a competition. We're still in business. We're all fighting for the same uh, we're all fighting for clients, but um, you have to, um, you just have to, you have to realize that, that somebody's always coming for your lunch and, and that's how you have to protect your tribe. You're, 100%. And, and I think it's important to also mention, Mike, that if you do social media well, very few people are going to ask you to take less of a commission True. because they're experiencing how awesome you are before they ever sit down to so-called interview you. Yep. Right. So why not be the agent that goes into a listing appointment having already won because they already know you, right? Dude, I can't tell you how many people I've sold uh, my coaching or products to that I start into the sales pitch and they're like, oh, I'm, I'm good. Coach Bill already told me all about you. I just need to know how to start. Yep. <laughs> and, and I go, wait, what? I don't like they, they already saw what they needed to see. And so I'm just here to finish the deal. Yep. Not convince them that I'm the person for the job. That's what content does. And it's, it's powerful, man. When, when we can do it the right way. Awesome. Awesome. Awesome show, dude. Um, Kyle, why don't you go ahead and um, take the floor, let people know how they could connect with you on social, your website, 
any of you guys are having troubles uh, with Kyle or with social and you just really don't know what to do, give this dude a call. Uh, Kyle, yeah. go ahead and take the floor. Yeah, man. Thanks for, for having me on. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. I, you can find me at KyleDraper.com. I'm Coach Kyle Draper across all social media channels. And if, if you feel like you are getting crap from your database, from your, your sphere, holler at me. I'd love to, to be able to help you uh, get over that hump and, and see a, a lot of business coming your way from people that already know, like, and trust you. Yep. You don't need a large network, folks. You need an engaged one, and we already have one. It's just a matter of when or not you want to activate it. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Real Estate Marketing Dude. Folks, if you want, if you like what you saw here today and you want to do this on video and you want to take it to the next level, let us put you on the map. We'll script, edit, and distribute your videos, but that's only after we define your actual strategy and build you a show. And any type of content you want to create, we can do. Whether you want YouTube content that generates clients or you want to just market your database like we're speaking of right here, we have it all. We are a done-for-you content creation company that builds your brand, and that's all we do. So in other words, we make sure no one forgets what the fuck you do. If you're into that, go ahead and give us a call. And if you like that, we'd love to speak with you. That's at realestatemarketingdude.com, realestatemarketingdude.com. Thanks for listening to another episode. Leave us a review, and don't forget to follow us on social. That is YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and like we're saying, I'll eventually freaking get on TikTok. I'm trying, Kyle. I'm trying. Ooh, but thank on. you guys for listening to another episode. And we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one. See ya. Thank you for watching another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. If you need help with video or finding out what your brand is, visit our website at www.realestatemarketingdude.com. We make branding and video content creation simple and do everything for you. So if you have any additional questions, visit the site, download the training, and then schedule time to speak with a dude and get you rolling in your local marketplace. Thanks for watching another episode of the podcast. We'll see you next time.